Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey friends, today I am answering your questions on Ask Maria Monday. We're talking all about lucky girl syndrome. If you haven't seen it, it's trending on TikTok. We're talking about FOMO, how to live your best life in your 20s, how to survive and thrive, and then also how to get yourself out of a really tough place. When life hits, how to build your fire escape. Hello, hello, friends. It's going to be a great day. We are going to make it a great day, no matter what. When you set your intention, it always works, or at least it does for me. As I'm sitting here right now, I remember I did not set my intention this morning. You can set it with all of us now. I normally go outside and I get my morning sun. I say, today's going to be a great day. So I'm saying it now with you all and see, I can even slip up as well. Uh, And we're going to know better and we're going to get better and we're going to do it together because we still are better together. Our quote of the day, not in doing what you like, but in liking what you do is the secret of happiness. I like that. That's from J.M. Barry. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see my son, Maximus, opening the door to a spare bedroom. (laughs) Um, And Bobo is just following suit, luckily with the diaper on. Uh, My dogs are just a little out of sorts lately. They have not been behaving very well. We didn't sleep a wink last night. Like, literally a wink. Because of them? Well, it's a combination. So, Winnie had diarrhea again. So she's just like, she's doing this like weird little thing in the middle of the night. Like (laughs) somebody take me. And the two of us are like, she's not saying anything to us. This is our imagination. No, she's fine. She's fine. Poor things just dying to go to the bathroom. We're like, please God, we need to sleep. Um, And then Max, I think is getting a little envious of my relationship with the little guy. Bobo Sito. Come on up, Bobo. Bobo now wants to be on my lap for this interview or for this chat. Come on up. Come on. Okay. Now, um, if you recall during our Deepak Chopra episode recently, he knocked down my little temporary curtain that I have here for 
um, the show's purposes. So let's see what he does for us today. Yeah. Well, he looks like he's calm, calm in your lap right now. So yeah, that was fun. Also, don't mind my blue mouth, you guys. I don't know if you've seen Maria's blue tongue recently, but I've gotten on the same uh, scam as her. And apparently I did it wrong. So now my teeth, I look like I had like a one of those, I don't even know, Jolly Rancher sugar packets, but you're you know, a Smurf. I'm a Smurf. Smurfette. I'm a Smurfette. Smurfette so. was blonde. You have yeah. no idea probably because it was no, not I know your who time. Smurfette is. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. so perfect. I like that. Right. I'll go with that. Uh, so, uh, friends today, we are going to be answering your questions. And so, uh, Kelsey will kind of, you know, choose whichever questions you guys have sent in. I will do my best to answer and share with you whatever it is that you have been wanting to know. Let's do it. Let's I like this it. one. This one's fun. And this is one that Carolina and I were actually talking about too. We're like, this would be a fun question for Maria to answer. Um, and then one of our interns asked, so thank you guys. Okay. Best advice for surviving and thriving in your 20s. Ooh. Okay. I would say, and I think I share this with you a lot too, is in your 20s, you are going to be literally a shit show. <laughs> it's going to be so overwhelming. Like, listen, I only know the twenties version of someone who's going after it, like going after their dream or whatever. It is extremely difficult. No one is taught organization. No one is taught time management. Technically. Did you guys have any of those classes in school? No, no way. I mean, we had time management in my school, but I don't remember it doing anything for me. That's nice. No, we definitely did not. And I okay. wish we did. So what that does is when you get into the workforce, you're now overwhelmed trying to achieve and succeed and do well, but you're a hot mess and you don't know how to take care of yourself because no one taught you how to take care of yourself. And most people have parents who did everything for them. So now you're kind of fending for yourself and it's really challenging. You don't know how to cook for yourself. You don't know how to you know, handle your health and make sure you're actually getting your sleep. You may have, you know, been one of those night owls in college and thought, you know, this is your thing. And now your thing doesn't work in the real world because in the real world, you have to wake up early and go to work. Um, so I say that so that you can have a little bit of empathy and you can understand why everything feels so uh, not right. And you're so stressed and overwhelmed and you just want to have you know, a life and you want to be able to see your friends and you want to do all these things. And you're just, you just feel like you can't get your head above water. Is any of this resonating? Absolutely. Yeah. 20 year olds. Yeah. I think in the last couple years, like I think your late twenties, I feel like I, it's funny, literally yesterday, Carolina was like, because I was like, wait, my birthday's in like four weeks. That's so crazy. And not because it's my birthday. It's crazy that it's almost March. Anyways, we were talking about that. And then she was asking me if... Wait, how is your birthday in four weeks? Because it's March 2nd. Oh. And we're at the beginning of February. Technically, you're right. Isn't that wild? I was like, wait, we're still in January. How are you fast forwarding to March already? <laughs> well, February shorter. It, no, it's crazy. So, yeah. but then she was like, she was asking if I felt a massive difference between like 25 and 28 
or if it all kind of blended together, I was like, oh no, I think my 25 to 28, like every year felt drastically different versus like in my early 20s, it was kind of like you just said, Maria, it was like a explosion, explosion, like chaotic shit show of just putting my head down and like doing whatever I had to do. But I think once you get to your later 20s, you start to kind of come up from whatever like underwater whatever you were in and it's like you start breathing and you're like oh wait this isn't working for me this isn't working I have no time management skills we need to work on this like so yeah it's absolutely resonating I think that like we don't get those skills and so you kind of have to stumble your way and trip your way into your later life when you're like oh or your later 20s when you're like oh yeah I gotta do this stuff so yeah yeah. well and that's that's the thing is it's it's going to get better, (laughs) but it's a process. And when you don't, I think awareness is the most important part of this. So if you're at least able to tell a young person that this is what it's like, then they don't feel uh, as unique um, in the situation or as alone in the situation. But I remember making it in this business and being like, holy tornado of life. And what I've done since is anytime I see someone young, whether it was Beth Bears, who was a friend of ours and worked with us, who starred in Two Broke Girls, I pulled her aside and I told her, this is going to be really chaotic and really hard because we have to learn a lot really fast and we have to do a lot really fast and you have to do it all really well. And I mean, talk about organization. If you're working 20 hour days and, you know, doing 50 different things like I was, it's hard. And, you know, I am an aspiring uh, organized human, but it really is hard. And it really, it wears on you when you don't have your shit together and you are an overachiever. And I, I am an overachiever and always have been, and I still couldn't do it effectively. And I was in and out of hospitals you know, um, with no potassium and malnutrition, basically, you know, needing fluids, I wasn't eating properly. I was just going through drive through because I didn't have time to deal with anything real in terms of sitting down and having a meal. Um, so your twenties, if you're going after it, it's going to be a lot of trial and error and of learning and stumbling and figuring it out. And then I'd like to think if you have good people around you, they'll help guide you to see where, you know, the, the, the better path is, right. Show you where your strengths are and where, you know, your weaknesses are so that you can keep improving on them. And, um, you know, it's, it's really, really hard, but, um, I do believe that it's all doable And if you do have a good mentor, I think that's like the best thing because you need that sounding board to have somebody tell you you're not crazy um, and help you like release those little levers, right? That um, can make things easier for you, right? Like Kelsey, I don't know, but I'm sure there have been things that Kevin or I have shared with you that have been those little levers that change things. Were there any that you remember? Because I don't remember any. Hmm. You know, it's funny. I think that a lot of them, it's like, I get so much from you guys all the time that I'm like, I'm trying to even like pinpoint one. One thing that like 
you both have been really good with telling, like talking just about like awareness and like, if you're bumping your head, like there's something that can be done and you don't need to necessarily bump your head. Um, like we call yeah. it tripping over the cords. So right. if something keeps right. annoying you, you got to just stop and fix it. Right. Whatever it is. If you're, you know, and it's fixable. It's figure outable. Yeah. If it's your environment, whatever it is, um, there's something to fix. Like how many times have I come in there? I'm like, Kelsey, so you're cold. Why not turn on the heat? Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, right. you're hot. Can you turn on the AC? Like right. you don't even think because you're no, so don't. deep in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So it is helpful to have somebody who can look big picture and say, um, you know, you're better off doing X, Y, and Z, and this right. will help you in the long run. And what happens is, as I've taught you, there are growing pains because it's annoying to change. Right. And it's more work. But what happens is you're, you know, the kettle's running hot, uh, hot, 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 and then and it's better. Right. And then it gets better. And then if you're growing, if you're growing, you're going to hit those pains again. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps on happening. So if you're not having them, hmm, you should look at <laughs> right at life and say, hmm, maybe I'm not pushing myself. Maybe I'm not growing or, you know. Or you're just numb to it, maybe. Yeah, I think that like one other thing that I learned in my 20s is I think oftentimes, especially early 20s, we all think we're know-it-alls and we all think that like, why would I listen to you? I freaking know it. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> so to like take advice, like take advice from people. And like, like Maria was saying, it's like with the mentor thing, like listen to people who have been on this earth for longer. And like, I still struggle with it. I'm like, mm, I know. And then it's like, okay, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Because it's only like, these people are trying to help you. Most, most people are trying to help you. So mm -hmm. I think that, you know, that's one thing too, where it's like, take the advice. Yeah. I think there are different it. kinds of people. Like I was never like that. I listened to mm. everybody, especially mm. old, older people. I was like, okay, don't want to make that mistake. Boom. And, and, or Smart even if job. they weren't telling me, I watched them and was like, don't want to make that mistake. Okay. Lodge that. I was always trying to, to so you're evolved in that way. Yeah. Get better. And whatever was going to do that now. Were there things with Kevin because he's my partner where I would get stubborn? <laughs> yes, of course. Um, but, you know, it's it's really hard. So I think if you can, you know, before you kind of get into the workforce, even in college, if you can be setting really good patterns and behaviors in terms of like your sleep schedules and trying to, you know, learn the necessary skills and organization, you'll have a leg up on everybody. Um, and, and just having empathy for that journey, because it's, it's messy for everybody. It was super messy for me. And listen, like I said, I listened to everybody. <laughs> so it was already uh, right. still challenging and, and really hard. That's a good point though. It's like having empathy for yourself and and know that you're growing and it's going to be hard and, and finding those things that make you feel better. Right. Like I think like when I'm ever going through something or doing one of those, like, Oh, like I know I'm growing. Like there are certain things that I'm like, I put on my headphones and I tune out the world and I take a bath and I feel better. Like there's certain things or movement or this or that. So I think like having those kind of coping skills too. Yeah. Which it's not actually, being rigid. Mm, 
don't be rigid in your ways. Like you loved your night walks and you were not going to get off of them. (laughs) And then you got off of them because you knew it was going to be better for you to do them in the morning. Yep. And I feel great when I do them in the morning. It's like changed my life. So absolutely. I think you have to be like, we talked about this the other day with Pranka Chopra. It's like, you got to be like water. You got to flow because it's just going to be easier for you in the long run. So Maria, second question. What's the most impactful no you've said recently? And what were your feelings afterward? The most impactful no. There have been a bunch of no's. Um, I feel like I don't know if I can uh, publicly mention them. But there have been some no's. Now, I'll give you an example. One is I can no longer do something that I was set to do. And there's a really good reason why I can't. And the thing that is always challenging for me, because I have had some really horrible bosses where they wouldn't even believe me. And I was never somebody who called in sick. I never, ever had perfect attendance in everything in life. And I remember even like one time, um, I got so violently ill. I mean, like coming out of every area and I had to send photos for proof. I should never have allowed myself to think that I needed to do that. Um, and so I have been in situations where I feel like I've had to prove that the reason is worthy rather than having a healthy boundary and saying, you know, you know me, you know how hard I work, you know how much I care. I can't do this. And this is, you know, the, the, uh, the reason why without all the information, because you don't need all the information, it's none of your business. Um, And it's really hard for me, but I have to work at it. Um, I've said no to so many things. I say no a lot now. If I know it's going to suck me dry, I will say no. And I just, I sit with things. And we learned this, I think, with Susie Batiste. So if you are listening on Spotify, they have a really great way to go back and search episodes. Listen to Susie Batiste. We've had her on a couple of times. And she talked about resonance and dissonance. And so when someone asks you, will you babysit my kids? Or can you do this for me this weekend? Or can we do that? Before you answer, sit with it and just say, you know what? Let me get right back to you. I got to look at my calendar. I got to look at what I'm doing that week. That's what I say now. I'm like, let me see what I have going on this week and see if I can commit to that. And I'll get back to you. It sounds great, but let me get back to you. And then you can sit with it inside of your body. And just visualize yourself going there. And what's it going to be like? Is it going to fill you or is it going to drain you? If it's going to drain you, I mean, there's your answer. So um, I really love saying no a lot. Um, I think it's a really powerful way to protect yourself. But I also love saying yes, too. It's just, it's got to come with the right um, the right feelings. And, you know, I, I remember even, um, I had Anastasia's birthday and it was in December right after Christmas. 
And I really wanted to stay in Connecticut longer with my dad because I want to spend every second I have with him. I don't know how much longer I have with him, right? And, but I was like, I really want to be there for her. And that was like a full body yes uh, for me. I think Dr. Laura Berman taught us about full body yeses. Mm -hmm. And so I went and it was amazing. And I met some really amazing people that are life-changing. And so that was a full body yes. And so I did it. Now, would anyone else have gotten me to come back to LA (laughs) and be away from my dad? Not many people and not many reasons, but this is someone who was always there for me and amazing to me. And I was like, no, that's a full body. Yes. So you can look at it as a full body. Yes. You can look at it as resonance or dissonance. If it feels icky, you're already dreading it. Don't do it. It is not worth it. Friends. We have such precious time here on this planet. And our health is so important. And I really believe that the more you say yes to things that make you feel icky, the sicker you're going to get. And I've, I've, I made a life of saying no to a lot of icky things. And so I'm trying to reverse a lot of that damage. Um, So if you're listening to this and you're in the beginning of the journey, I would really, I would really look at it like that. Now, listen, are there going to be moments for the greater good that you have to suck it up? and go to your families, whatever. Yes, protect yourself and your energy. I forget who taught us to wrap ourselves in a mirrored egg. I'm trying to think who that was. It was recently. Maybe it was Deborah Silverman. No, I think it was Char Margolis. Was it? Oh, yeah, I think it was. You're right. Good memory. Uh, Char Margolis taught us to wrap ourselves in a mirrored egg. So when you're in these places, their energy goes right back to them. So I leave a hole at the top and I always say, God, let your light come in, but let everyone's bad energy stay out. And so you can do things to protect yourself. And also you don't have to stay forever. You can have boundaries around how long you want to be somewhere or what you want to do and don't want to do. But um, our boundaries episodes with Brian Mahan are some of my favorite because those sessions I did with him in learning how to set and protect my boundaries have been everything for me. That and then um, Terry Cole, too. We did a great she wrote the book Boundary Boss. Hers was we'll link that. That one was a good good one, too. Kelsey, I got to say, I didn't think that. I would have another Jeff Graham. I know. Because Jeff Graham was so good at remembering episodes and who Mm -hmm. I am horrible. So I got congrats to you because you really remember everyone and everything. Thank you. I try. It's probably because also you do the pre-interviews, you know, the questions like you do so much that like cements it in you. It does. Which is so great because you're getting the lessons cemented in you even better than me. Right. Well, and it's like, I'm such a person, like I always used to study in college like this. Like I had to write me my too. stuff out and then it's, you're right. Then it's in me. So you're, mm-hmm. I think you're exactly right. Cause I'm writing stuff out. It's, it's now in my brain. Yeah. So, okay. This is a really good follow-up Maria to that. Cause that was great advice. But this is something... Maybe we take a quick break. Love it. Let's take a quick break and um, we'll come back with more questions. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Waze new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Waze seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. We are back, friends. Um, we are still not in studio, but I will say I found the most kick-ass designer who is making us the coolest set ever. I'm so excited. Um, and we will be in there very, very soon. It's coming together. It's going to be so cozy. It's going to be kind of like workspace slash studio. And so we're really, really excited about it. Also, if you have not gotten your merch, um, we have our merch up on mariamenunos.com, your heel squad t-shirts, by the way, the heel squad t-shirt I wore the other day is the best t-shirt I've ever had in my life. It's very cozy. It's that American apparel, comfy, oh. falls well. Yeah, it's, co- it's so comfy. soft and delicious. Um, and so definitely take a look at that. And don't forget our Monday Motivations and Intentions podcast, five to 10 minute ways to, or five ten to 10 minute episodes to get your Monday and your week started off right. Take a listen over there. And uh, if you can leave us a review, that would be amazing. In the meantime. Next question. Next question. Okay. This one is fun. And I feel like it's something that I 
don't struggle with as much anymore, but definitely did in my early 20s. So if you're saying no to something that doesn't feel great, but it's maybe a social thing with your friends, how do you not get FOMO? Maybe you should answer since you figured it out. I don't go on social media or look at anything and then I don't get FOMO. Interesting. that and I think for me, if I know I'm saying no and it's going to be better for me to not go, it doesn't bother me as much now. If I'm like, no, I'm going to like be healing at home, doing my thing. Like it doesn't bother me. I think when it, it used to bother me when I would be like so tired and I wouldn't go and then I'd be like, oh, but I want to go. It was almost that like longing of wanting to go. Yeah. Now I think because I've been like in my little healing journey, it's like, yeah, no, I'm cool. I'm chilling. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great point. Whenever you say no, you have a reason behind it. So then you stick to that reasoning. Right. And so for me, I'm on a healing journey too. So I'm really focusing on What's the best thing for my health right now? Is getting on a plane the best idea? Not really. So I'm not going to do it. Although I got invited <laughs> by the Altman brothers to fly with them to the Super Bowl. Um, oh, bumped into them yesterday. Gosh. And I love them. And we've had so many Super Bowls together as Patriots fans. And so I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that I would do. Especially since they're flying private. I'm like, that would be fun. But Um, But at the same time, me on a plane, whether it's commercial or private, isn't really the best thing for me. So I don't think I'm going to do it. But I think I will have a smidge of FOMO because I've been at every Super Bowl for years. It's a big deal for me. I love sports. I love the energy of Super Bowl. But, you know, I haven't fully made my decision, but I do think it's going to probably be a no. Yeah, that's a toughie. And I think for me, I'm older seeing everyone there, um, having fun. I don't feel like I'll really have that much FOMO because it's your choice. That's why you shouldn't have it. It's your choice you made. That's a good point. Yeah, it really is. And I I like, we had someone talk about this, like saying no. And like you said, having that reasoning behind it. And I think that that makes it so much better when you can actually say no and then mm-hmm. you don't get FOMO and don't look on your social media. I really Do like that. Instagram. I think that's great. Thank you. It helps a lot. Okay. This one's fun. Um, do you have a bad habit that you're trying to get rid of this new year? Do I have a bad habit that I'm trying to get rid of? Well, I think, you know, in my work with Dr. Joe and really, um, working on the thoughts in my mind and cleaning up the thoughts in my mind, not focusing on the past, not focusing on negative things, really focusing on what I want is the direction I want to be in at all times. And so I definitely feel like I've been a little rickety on that, um, where bad thoughts are coming in more fear. I mean, listen, we're having earthquakes and lots of shootings around here. So you know, it's not unwarranted, uh, but uh, nonetheless, you know, things have been creeping into my mind. And so that is a bad habit. It's a habit to, you know, continuously play these images and thoughts and stuff in your brain. So I am still working on cleaning that out, catching it fast and shifting like I said, to what I want rather than all these things I don't want inside that space in between my ears. 
That's great because our uh, next question was, how do you keep a positive mindset? Do you feel like it is the, it's the meditations, it's the, it's the awareness of when stuff is coming in? Yeah, I think it really is about laying a good foundation for everything in life. So whether you're building a house or, uh, you know, your, your mental health, laying a really good foundation is so important. And the meditation work that I've done with Dr. Joe since last January has laid a really great foundation. So when things happen, when life hits, I'm getting up faster. And I know, you know, and you watch it. Um, yeah. I'll stumble. I'll definitely get down. I'll cry. You know, stuff still hits me, but I recover really quickly. And the way I recover from the depths of despair um, is as Esther Hicks also taught me, I reach for the next best feeling thought. So if I'm down and I'm scared and I feel like, you know, you know, the world is coming down on me, I will reach for the next best feeling thought. Now that might be, you know, squishing one of the dogs that might be um, envisioning their smiles in, in my brain. If I'm not with them, it might be, or it is, I'll start on my grateful list. I'll be in the car and get bad news or I'll be anywhere. And I just launch into my grateful list because that changes your vibration instantly. Um, you can't be fearful and grateful at the same time. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. And so I, I really try to focus on those habits that I have formed to help get me out. It doesn't mean that everything's always rosy and perfect, but that is what I do in those moments um, when I'm, I'm not okay. And listen, things happen. Um, you need, you need your way out, right? Um, you know, that's why we have fire escapes if there's a fire. So if something bad happens, there's always got to be a plan. Um, no one teaches us that when it comes to your mental, emotional, and spiritual health, but you have to know where to go and what to do very quickly. Just like if you got hit by a car, you know, you're going to go to the hospital or if somebody, you know, cuts, you get cut, you know, you fall and cut, you're going to put some, you know, antibacterial spray on it or Neosporin and you're going to bandaid it. Why don't we think about it in, in the other regards? You got to know how you're going to lift yourself up and you don't need anyone to do it for you. Because I know it's your first instinct is to call someone and cry and, and want that support from someone. But 
you can get that from within as well. It doesn't mean you can't ask for other people for support, of course, but you also can build the habits to help yourself kind of out. And then, you know, maybe you reach to somebody. Um, but I mean, listen, you can do any order, but I just know that having your fire escape is really important. How do I access happiness quickly and affordably, right? We don't need to go to Disney. We can have good feeling thoughts within ourselves that will help us get out of any situation. Um, it's just work and it's a muscle that you have to build. And I've built that muscle and I really, really rely on it um, a lot. And it, and it works. That is great advice. And I love that. And I feel like that's something that I'm working on too, like building that muscle where it's like my MO is always calling my mom or calling my sister or whatever. And I'm like, eh, I have been catching myself recently where I'm like, sit with this. You got this. You can call them later. I'm not saying you can't, but like, what can you do for yourself right now in this moment? And I think, like you said, I mean, it's all about building that muscle. Well, it's also, it strengthens you as a person to not feel like you need, you know, like Dr. Joe talks about being greater than your environment and, and you don't need anyone or anything in life. All you need is within you right now. Um, it's nice, of course, and we all want community and we want love and we want friends and we need everybody, especially in those tough moments but you also need to be able to help yourself and, and to have a, a, a program that works for you. And you got to keep trying. Maybe the grateful list isn't your way. Maybe it is getting out in nature and breathing air and moving, right? We talk about motion equals emotion, um, you know, and then maybe it's shifting your focus. Tony also teaches us focus equals feeling. So maybe it's shifting your focus and then moving your body and then maybe it's going into a gratitude list. And maybe then you're taking your dog for a walk and feeling good because you have this beautiful beast that loves you. I mean, I look at Max, this 130 pound, you know, beast of a German shepherd. And I'm like, so honored. And I say it all the time to Kevin. He must think I'm a weirdo. I'm like, I'm so honored that this beast with these big teeth loves me and, and thinks of me as his family. I just think that that's so unbelievable and, and so special. Um, so you have to find your recipe for your fire escape, but you need one. And so the best time to figure out your fire escape program is before the fire. So maybe today you start making a list of if I'm down, this is what I know will work for me. And then you start training yourself to look at that list and doing it. I love that. I love the fire escape. And I have one more question for Maria, which I feel like everything has gone so well together today. This is fun. And I've been dying. Caroline and I both have been dying to talk to you about this. There's this thing right now trending on TikTok called lucky girl syndrome. So I pulled this little snippet from the Washington Post. Lucky girl syndrome is essentially the belief that affirmation or affirmative mantras and affirmations and a positive mindset in life will bend everyday events in your favor. On TikTok, people have been crediting lucky girl syndrome as the reason they've won sporting bets, become the first home, like become first home buyers, gotten a raise, etc. Um, 
I think, I mean, it's an easy thing to do. You just wake up and you're like, I'm so lucky. You like kind of, it's, it's gratitude. So anyways, I would love for you to comment on that and just, I want to hear your thoughts. So lucky girl syndrome is believing that you're manifesting things it's, it's just believing that you're truly the luckiest person in the world. And in believing that it's like, people are saying, because they believe that, well, what you believe things will are be happening. Right. Tony Robbins taught me that when I was going into brain surgery, he was like, honey, whatever you believe will be. And I was like, okay, I believe I'm going to be okay. Um, I totally believe that, um, you know, we've, we've talked about this with Esther Hicks, you know, she talks about your beliefs and your desires have to be congruent, right? If you desire a million dollars, but you don't believe you're ever going to make it, it's not going to flow to you. But if you believe that you're the luckiest girl in the world, right? And, and you have all these desires, you're going to continue to be lucky and you're going to continue to get all of those things. I feel like the luckiest girl in the world. Um, I mean, luck is kind of a strange word for me because I know that also implies that things just happen for you. And, uh, I've worked for, (laughs) I would say everything that I got, but maybe there have been some things as well that have been lucky. Um, I call it opportunity meeting, um, you know, preparation, but, uh, but yeah, I, I believe in that. I think it's, I think lucky girl syndrome, whatever it takes to get people to be thinking in those ways, it's, it's the gratitude list. It's the same thing. So when I'm doing the gratitude list, I'm thanking God for everything that I have. And what that does is it sends a vibration out that, that says I'm not in lack. And then that's what allows things to flow in. So if you're not in lack and you're not in that negative vibration, you can have everything that you want. Therefore you get lucky girl syndrome. Boom. I love it. I love it. I just think I I thought it was so cool when it started trending because I was like, I love to see positive stuff like that trend. I'm like, let's do it, everybody. So been dying to hear your response. Um, So thank you. Thank you for all your fabulous answers today. Well, thank you, Heal Squad, for all the questions. I love when we get to do Ask Maria Mondays. Uh, Let me shout out some of our $25 Patreon tier members. We thank you guys for being a part of Patreon. And we hope that you're loving all of the heel events. If you are not a part of it, you should become a part of the heel squad, um, heel events, $10 a month gets you access. We have incredible monthly gatherings on zoom with the best of the best experts that you get to see on this show, offering their advice and their, uh, guru-ness. We just did one recently with Marie Forleo. That was so amazing about business and starting your own business. Um, and there's all kinds of really cool access that you get in there. So take a look, um, at the link in our Instagram at Hill squad. So Jacqueline Buckreese, Jason, Trisha Daly, Donna Woodhouse, Michelle Kroviak, Willamy, Wilhelmy, Priya or Priya Darshini, Sharon, Kelsey, Littlefield, Valerie Whetstone, Joey Friend, Karen Bobe. Uh, Lisa Cooney, Elena Carmichael, Pam Lucier, Beth Glass, Bailey Hurd, Anne Marie Packwood, Jessica Lynn, Claire Stedman, Mary, Miranda Stupert, Jessica Hosack, Stephanie Green Bass, Edward Looney, Tanya Janik, 
Alina Mufsid, Shannon Stern, and Athamiviadis, Leslie Besk, Katina Ligdas, Teresa Palmer, Bobby Alyssa, Brett Burr, Alexandria Simos, Helen Vlamis, Heather Goldman, Joanne G, Sandy Garfield, Anne Marie Jennings, Aspen Grant, Annette Cozell, and Alicia Gonzalez. Thank you guys for being with us on this journey. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.